Okay, so we started talking about like dating and stuff. I've learned that I just can't do the young the dating younger folk. I know it's not always that any young person, period. But I just can't do the young thing. I think the youngest I can go, probably like 25, 26. That's cutting it for me. <laughs> I just turned and 30. nigga, you just turned 30. I, just turned 30. <laughs> I am saying for me, maybe 27. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just something I would have to say for me coming out, just coming out of my 20s, what, a couple of days ago? Right. I would have to say there's something that transformation that happens between that age of 25 to 30. It is a lot, yes. Like, and especially when you start that 27, 28, mm-hmm. you start, okay, start thinking, okay, I'm about to be 30. Okay, maturity. You really know. start becoming you, a grown, a, grown adult yeah. around then, that time, man. You start figuring out what I want. What uh-huh. I don't want, what I like, what I don't like. Yep. This is who I am, type of thing. You really start becoming it, coming into your own type of right. thing. Right. Because at thirty, I now thirty. When I say I'm more vocal, I'm like, this is what I want. This is what I don't. And want. it's not even necessarily where you always know what you want, but you definitely know what you don't want. Exactly. You know, and that's I don't want, that's yeah. probably seventy five percent of the so, battle. Because yes. a lot of people don't always know don't what they want. want. Exactly. But now I definitely know what I'm not dealing with. I'm not dealing with. Foolery. No I just I don't, don't have the energy for that shit. I don't have shit. the energy. I don't have the time. I don't have the patience anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just like, don't waste my time on some foolishness. Like, right. if you're going to come to me with foolishness, please pass me over. Right. Pass me, please. Just pass me on by, yo. <laughs> I, I don't have the energy for that crap. Look, that is true, though, because that 25 to 30 time, that's probably I had the yes. most growth in my life mm-hmm. than I had at any other point in my life between yep. 25 and 30. And that's where I became where I wasn't afraid to just say something, say no. Like I realized exactly. it's not it's not being rude or disrespectful. If someone hits me up like, hey, you wanna uh you trying to come over for game night tonight? You wanna drink and come over for game right. night? I legit can be like, oh no, I'm good. I appreciate the invite though. I'm just right. tired. Back in the day, you feel like you got to make up an excuse because just saying that you're tired is not good enough. Right, right. And now, like, people hit me up, tell me, you trying to go to the club, trying to go to the strip club? Nah, I'm good, man. I'm tired, bro. I appreciate right. the invite, though. Like, I don't have to. And if they, like, like, come on, bro, for real, go. I'm like, you know what? I'll go for you. I'm just going to let you know that I'm going to be boring when I'm there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be ready to go by 11. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be yawning. And you're going to think that I'm in a bad mood just because I'm not talking. It's not that I'm in a bad mood, but I'm tired. tired. I'm yeah. legit tired. And I'd much rather be at the crib, at the crib drinking, converse, uh, conversating, conversing, <laughs> uh, conversing, playing some drinking games, just relaxing, watching basketball or something. Well, here's one of the things I've... Um, I've noticed even just by myself, but okay. So I moved to Atlanta in um, like 2013. Yeah. But how old was I? I was like 24. Yeah. And so I was going out like my first year here in Atlanta, I was going out a lot. I think that's why it's good that I've gotten here in my thirties, because if I would have got here at that time, I probably would have been trying to go out all the time. I was going out. And then at that time I was in a relationship Mm -hmm. when I first moved here. Like, first of all, I didn't realize that my, I wasn't who I would need to be right. at that point in time. Like, I was still learning myself and what I, you know, who yeah. I am and stuff like that. So that just didn't work. But I feel like 
once you I've been here in Atlanta. Now I'd rather prefer to be like kickbacks type of thing. Oh yeah. Um, rather brunch, than going out brunch, brunch, happy hour, kickbacks. I'm yes. not, and that's one of the things that I've learned, even with dealing with possibly someone who is younger, they still into that yep. whole and that's they're supposed out. to be that's yes, for them. That's, that's just true. not for me but, now. And that I think that's a big distinction though. Yep. That it's like, okay, I'd rather date maybe a little bit older than me, right? Rather than younger, because I feel like maybe she's still in that point of yep. hey, I'm trying to still go to compound, I'm still trying to do yep. this. I'm still okay trying to turn up. I'm okay with going to a lounge here and there and stuff like that. Maybe like once a month. That's cool. Like yep, once stuff a month. Like, stuff like that. That's nothing is wrong with that. But if you still out on that club club scene Mm-mm. and you're trying to turn up like all the time, I ain't with it. Hell no. I feel like that's one of the things where it's just like I feel like maybe uh someone who was older. But um, like I feel like she would be like, no, nah, let's just kick it at home. That, uh, or you know how sexy invite, that is for someone. Invite some friends over. Bruh. Let's have some wine, some liquor. You know how sexy that is for a woman to say that. Let's just kick it at home. home. Oh shit, for real? Let me put turn on some RB mm. and let's have some friends over. I'll pay your bills, girl. Shit, <laughs> let's kick it at home. Like yeah, hell yeah, because I've got like the group of friends that I had in Florida. We mm-hmm. probably. Ended up being like right before I left. So right when I got there, I was one of the youngest ones. Mm-hmm. I was probably one of the younger ones in the group. Uh-huh. But by the time I left, I was one of the older ones in our group. Uh-huh. And the age range from one of them who had moved there for grad school because we had friends that was like Zetas in our group. And then uh-huh. she's a Zeta. So hit them up. So she became yeah, yeah. part of our group. So our group probably ranged from about 24 to like 33. Right. Uh-huh. And so the younger ones who's like 24 and 26, 27, they be wanting to go out and stuff. And that's where I came up with that concept of the shirt, don't invite me out past 9 p.m. <laughs> I'm not saying that I'm not going to leave the house after 9, but you can't pop up with random surprises after 9 o'clock. No. Like, that's just not don't where it's happening. at 9.30 talking about, hey, we got to go out. Well, no, y'all going out. Y'all have fun. Because, I'm going to be here. Yeah. You can, hit me, you can hit me up at 9 and be like, Hey, bro, we at the crib just drinking, watching ball. Do you want to come through? And I might right. come through for that. Right. But I'm not getting up to get ready to go out somewhere. No. So they would want to go out and stuff, and they would say that I was boring and old. I'm like, nah, it's just that I know what I enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. Like, And I'm like, look, y'all can come over to the crib. Actually, I don't mind. I'll cook and right. make drinks and everything. We can play some drinking games, chill. Have some conversation, but William's not going out. I just don't have it in me anymore. Mm-hmm. And so that leads me to like the girl I was talking about that I was like kind of, you know, doing our thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was younger. She's probably like, like I'm 31. I think she's about 26. Mm-hmm. She also had an old soul. Like she was totally down for not going out, which I love. I remember one night we all went out and uh, I got out of my car. My homegirl was like, bro, you know, you can't wear those tennis shoes in the club. And I was like, shit. So I said, I'll go home and change my shoes. Uh Part of me was like, bro, I do not feel like coming back out if I go home to change my shoes. Right. So the chick, she's in the car with me. We drive past the entrance. We see my boy in the line. I'm like, bro, how long you been in line? He goes up to the car. It's about 30 minutes. Line was long as shit. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, she possibly wants to go out. So (laughs) I pull off. She says, you know, Will? 
I wouldn't be hurt if you don't want to go back out. If you just want to chill at the crib. Well, I was like, yes. That. She said that she ain't feeling it either. Bruh, I was like, oh, thank God. I wouldn't be hurt. Yeah, yeah, she said, I wouldn't be hurt if we didn't come back out. We just stayed at the crib. You know, I said, oh. I said, well, we can stop and just get something to eat and drink or something and chill at the crib. She yeah. said, okay. So we stopped and got some wings from mm. somewhere. Got uh, Got some wine and a bottle. And went back to the house, bro. We watched HGTV, smoked oh, weed, <laughs> ate chicken wings and broccoli, smoked weed, right? And, broccoli, and green vegetable, baby. You gotta have uh, that green vegetable while smoking weed. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and we watched uh, what's it called? Uh, house Hunters on HGTV. And we mm-hmm. just had some good conversation. Yeah. We chilled out and then fell asleep together on the couch, nigga. That was how I wanted to spend my Friday night. I mm-hmm. fucked with it. And it was a great Friday night. Like, it was cool. So that's the kind of thing I'm like, all right, this could work or something. But then you start seeing that she is younger where how so? Like, where it's, th- it's something like where she would say, you know, I wasn't expecting this to happen. I just got out of a relationship and I wasn't trying to move her to jump into something. And I'm like, I get that because Especially, I know a lot of breakups are different for men and women. Yeah, I know a lot, of, especially for women, a lot of times they'll lose themselves in the relationship. Both men and women can do that. But very from my true. experiences, yes. I've seen a lot of women, women lose themselves in relationship. And she's thinking she's moving to Florida. It's a whole, she's she lived in New York for the last three years. So oh, it's so a whole different lifestyle. Yeah. Right. Like, but she's originally from North Carolina. Okay. But like, she's moving to Florida and it's a whole new thing. And she's like, it's a whole new chapter. I'm starting mm-hmm. fresh. And then legit, her first day at work, me and her meet, and then something we just connected and yeah, it yeah, happened. Yeah. So I get it where she's like, "We should just be friends." I don't need, I don't want this in my life right now. Mm-hmm. Like, All right, that's cool. I'm grown as hell. I'm I'm looking for jobs anyway, yeah, trying yeah, to move yeah. away. But then it's she's still trying to come back around and either have sex or trying to kick it, spend the night over and stuff. I'm like, yo, these oh, are wait. You said that she had said previously, hey, she just got out of a relationship. We don't need to be doing this. I'm not trying to. Then she's still hitting me up, coming over to. Don't try to use me and take advantage. I'm not a fresh piece of meat. Bruh. So, well, you send them mixed signals now. And I feel like there's hella young people that do stuff like that. Because they don't know. Right. And I'm not trying to figure themselves out. That's why I can't have like any type of anger or bitterness towards her. I'm like, that's just. That comes with the territory. That's something you, it's, it's like you you deciding to play football as your career yeah, and yeah. then getting shocked that you get tackled. Right. No, when you get with a younger person, that's kind of the stuff you just have to expect sometimes. And one of the things I've learned coming from 20s to 30s, just a couple of days, but one of the big things I've learned is say what I mean. Yes, and mean what, and mean what you say. Articulate yes, what you're trying to like, say. Because that's back important. Then, I might have done like been wishy-washy because yep. I was just like because uh, 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 you like just didn't and know and you thought know. you was doing what you were supposed to do too. I was uncertain. Or you now, wasn't trying to hurt their feelings. All of that. But now I'm at the point where I'm just like, this is what who I am. This is what I want to do. Yep. This is what I don't want to do. If you with it, you with it. If you're not, you're not. Basically. Like, type of thing. And it's just crazy because I feel like this is literally, I turned 30 November 27th. I feel like lately my months leading up, maybe two months leading up to my 30th, 
I felt like I started being more vocal about that, where it was yep. just like, I'm not being that wishy-washy. You can't like, be. And I feel like as a younger person, you still are because you're not as confident. You're not. But now, Most younger people aren't going to be as confident. Yes. Now I'm like, okay, I am 30. First of all, I've been living on my own for, what, like 10 years, I guess. Would you consider college mm. living on your own? In a sort, because <laughs> you know, I mean, we was all roommates and you, we went home. We still could go home easily and drive within that hour and a half. But you kind of lived on your own, but you've really lived on your own since 2013. Okay, so for seven since years. Since 2012, now. 2013. Yeah, so for seven years now. But now I'm just at that point where there's no wishy-washy now. No. Nope. Like, it's this is what it is. Yep. This is what how I feel. This is what I'm saying. Yep. Either you with it or you're not. And I feel like, I think as older people, I would have to say people above 30 possibly, appreciate that because it's like, I'm I, in that same I would, I, would I think you could say late 20s. I think when you get around 28, 28 yeah. when you get around the age, that's when you start realizing. You may not be all the way there yet. I don't think you're but ever all the way there. Never but there. by the time you get to those late 20s, you're like, bro, I, I know what I don't like to do. I know exactly. the kind of people I want to be around and exactly. the people I want to spend my time with. Fuck y'all. I don't have right. the energy to deal with y'all. None no. at all. And that's why I realized when this chick she was being wishy-washy like that and stuff. And then, like, even when I moved, we're still talking, like, every day. Mm-hmm. And so when I was – I had to go back to get – to uh, break my lease and to get my mm-hmm. – that was another whole part of the transition, breaking my lease, all that damn money. But going back, she's like, oh, I'm so excited. I can't wait to see you. Said, Since I've known you, this is the longest I haven't seen you. So I can't wait to see you. We're talking every day. She was, like, legit texting me and calling me, telling me, she couldn't wait to see me and like which day am I gonna but see you? Is this blah blah blah. She had told you that. This yeah, this had been after all of that. So I don't even know why I was being silly enough to even silly. waste my time. Yeah. Right. So when I get there, and so I could I started I could start telling her by the time I got there when I would text her about yo, when am I gonna see you? When do you want me to make time for you? Because I, I said, look, just tell me when you want to see me, I'll make time for you. Mm-hmm. I said that. And it started getting a little different of a text. The text messages started getting shorter. It wasn't long she messages anymore. Yep. And so I started realizing, I started peeping that and stuff. Yeah. And then we got into an argument over the phone. And I was like, what the fuck? I'm oh, arguing with this. We argued over it. I think it all started from like us trying to see each other or something. Mm-hmm. And then I guess our real feelings started coming out. When then all of a sudden she's like, well, I didn't really want this at first, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, bitch, you going back and forth. <laughs> like, what the hell? You going back and forth. Don't I'm like, all you have to do is just tell, literally just say, know. we'll know. We just going to be friends. I'm grown, yo. I, that is not going to, even if it does hurt my feelings, I could move Wrong. on. Like at this, I'm fine. That's the thing. In those 20s, you don't. Want to hurt somebody else's feelings? Right. I I would admit I've been there, done that. Where it's just like I've kind of tiptoed around stuff. Yep. I bet you, as she starts to mature, as she starts to become more confident in herself, she will like, hey, will this oh, definitely what it is like. And it's crazy because those people at that age, they think that they already like that. Oh, no. When to be honest, like, no, you're really not. You think you're, I don't bite my tongue for anybody. First of all, <laughs> everyone has to bite their tongue for somebody, yeah. nigga. I don't, the more responsibilities you, you got, sure the more you gotta bite your, your tongue. tongue at your job. Right. Your manager says, hey, do you pull this report. And me? you disagree, you, you bite your this, tongue. Yeah, because you need to get that right. paycheck. But they, like, a lot of them think that they're already there. And I, that's why I just sit back and be like, it's funny. They're gonna realize yeah. they're not there yet. Yeah. They'll get there. But, Maturity. yeah, I was like, I don't. 
I don't have the energy for that. And it sucks because when like we had a really good time with one another. Mm-hmm. Like she's a really cool chick. We had like great conversations, mm-hmm. great laughs. Like we just had some great times together. Yeah. But it then on the other end, it's also making me realize like dating now is so weird and Ooh. different. But like just meeting people is so strange because now I'm learning, man, all my relations, all my past relationships from the past like four or five years keep getting shorter and shorter. Really? It's this whole popcorn society, but like things popcorn. start so fast now. Like things will what hit do you mean fast. Start, start so fast. Like they start so fast where like me and the last chick or whatever. Mm-hmm. We met each other like on her first day at work, and mm-hmm. then like I we exchanged numbers, but I was only exchanging numbers on a it's a new black woman here, mm-hmm. and I know how it is. So if you need anything, let me know. All those black folk got stick together type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we all would hang together because I know like you don't know anybody, so I don't want you to be by yourself. I know what it's like to be the new person and not know anybody. Right. So I appreciate someone taking me in. So I was like, Yeah, come out with all because her first day. Her first day there was when the day I got the job, I got the call, and then I got the job here, that I accepted my position here. Mm-hmm. So her first day there was the beginning of the end for me at in Tallahassee, actually. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like we started where it just started so hot and heavy so fast, where we started hanging out that quick. And to be honest, we started having sex pretty fast, started having uh, deep conversations really fast, involved. get feeling yeah. so fast. And all the relationships now don't. A lot of relationships happen that quickly now. So okay, so I feel like for us, we live in what they consider that microwave generation. That's what. Yeah, when I say pop, that's what I mean, yeah, it feels like a microwave generation. Speed so fast, but yes. that speed isn't going to sustain that relationship because I feel like because it burns me, out even quicker. I've done that, been there, done that, but then in my I guess current relationship, we actually started slow. Like I was that like I get start, it now. start like I called her, we talked for a couple hours. Like I didn't make her official until we was like six months into after our friendship type of yeah. thing. But that's building that foundation. But y'all also knew the intentions. Like yeah, both of y'all intentions. knew that yeah. both of y'all knew the intentions was y'all both actually like each other. You're both interested or mm-hmm. whatnot too. So it wasn't yeah. because in a lot of these relationships where. It starts really quick. It's also blurred lines because when it starts so fast, mm-hmm. everything is so blurred. Like y'all haven't had enough discussion about yeah. it. Y'all just started already feeling each other yeah, yeah, yeah. that fast. And here's the thing: she's actually older than me, right? So, and then she was actually about to turn. She's 30. probably also been through the shit she, where yeah. she's like, you know, I'm taking my time. And she was actually turning thirty as well. Mm-hmm. So she was hitting me. I was like twenty six or twenty seven. Uh, but he also has an old soul, y'all. Too. I guess so. so he yeah, does have I an guess. old soul. So we'll I say do, that. Like, my mind and, you know. But you was doing that since you was like twenty two, though. I know. I feel like I'm a like maybe a fifty year old and a thirty year old body. I would say forty four. I say you about you mid you a mid forty black man. You know I do like my Bluetooth in year and I like my linen um, white pants mm-hmm. in the summer with some thong sandals. No, I don't wear thong <laughs> with a cigar in the back of his ear. I do have cigars, <laughs> but she was older than me. But she came to me and was talking about this is what I want. This is what I've been through. Like articulated, I didn't yep. understand where that was coming from. Like me being in my toes. Like, you said, what, what the, the fuck? What are you doing? Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Like, first of all, I was like, she's crazy. Uh-huh. She's bitter. Right. She's so upset. But now, like, I just you hit get 30. It. 
You get and I was it. like, I told her, I was like, I get where you're coming from because now I'm at the point where I'm like, this is what I want. This yeah, is what I like this is why I'm you've been there, thing. done that, and, and you don't you don't want to waste your so energy time. and time on anyone anymore. Time is precious, y'all. Time, time, time is very precious. Time and effort is precious. Yeah, you can't just be wasting your effort on someone on that's not going to appreciate it and something that's not going to last. Yep, that and that's where I'm at. I'm like, damn. I didn't had all these relation these different relationships with these different women over the last like six years, and none of that shit has lasted, bro. Like, and you get tired after a while. You're like, I just I'm not dealing with this shit anymore. Especially if you end up where you actually like somebody, you're like, damn, mm-hmm. I actually had some like out of say there were six women, mm-hmm. at least two of them. I'm like, damn, I really like them. Mm-hmm. So now you're like, damn, I done wasted all this energy and effort on this person and it ended up as nothing. And so you start realizing how women look at it because women be, women act like if a relationship doesn't end in marriage, then it was a waste of time. I could have taught this woman how to drive, how to cook, and saved her grandmama from an assassination. (laughs) But they'll be like, well, then we didn't get married, so fuck you. I'm like, God dang. Because I feel like that is the end goal. For a lot of women. And I get, I totally get it now. And I now get it. I'm at the point where like that's my end goal. Like I'm dating, I'm at the point where I'm dating to end up in marriage because I know that I'm meant to be a husband, all that stuff. I'm not about to just be messing around with all these different types of chicks right now because it's like you also gotta know your value as well. Value as well. And I just like I ain't trying to waste my time. Like I don't have time to be wasting. I want to get married, type of thing. So I'm not saying I'm not saying if I want to get married. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I would love to get married, but I want my next woman to be my future. So what does the future look like? That we're gonna be together for the rest of our life. Does that mean marriage? Maybe, maybe not. Oh, not yeah, everybody gotta get married. Time. We might be Oprah and Stanton. That actually doesn't sound bad. Everything <laughs> it really doesn't. Different like, there's different. Different, uh, what's what am I trying to say? Different, I've been drinking now. We are out yeah. almost an hour into chicken and liquor, you know, ah. so um, different levels. There's different, different, um, degrees. Forgot what I was about to say. There's different things for different people. Fuck it. Different strokes. Different different, folks. There you go. God there dang, how could I not get that? Different that. strokes <laughs> for different folks, like, but yeah, I'm I want my next relationship to be the woman I'm gonna be with, like, for the rest of my life. I'm I'm tired of having to meet new people like this shit, especially now with social media. And I think, I think like I've realized that I'm not saying women are boring or pretty Mm -hmm. women are boring, but I think women, whenever you don't have to work on something, it Mm -hmm. becomes, um, it's, it's not hitting at all levels. Mm. So a lot of times, for women a long time, men always approach them and have mm-hmm. to start the conversation and have to get to know them. Yep. And so you realize a lot of women don't know how to do it. So they come off as boring when they really aren't. They just don't know how. A lot of women don't know how to flirt, bro, because they think they're giving a guy a sad eye from across <laughs> the club. He should know. Bitch, no. What the fuck? <laughs> I thought something was in your eye. Like, <laughs> fuck out of here. What's wrong with you? Well, here's the thing. So I've been in Atlanta seven years. I would have to say the women here in Atlanta actually—it's the reverse. That I like to see that, and one. I love it. Yeah, because it's reverse. It's a lot less. It's more women in Atlanta than men. And then on top of and that, I was about to say on top of that, top of that <laughs> with black women, for black women here in Atlanta, you have to eliminate the all the gay, gay black men population yes. in Atlanta. So it works for me. 
Yeah, so for a straight man here in Atlanta, it actually does work. But hold on, not even just that. So it's more black women than black men. And then you put it factor in the number of gay black men that ain't interested in these black women. Then you gotta factor in the eight shit niggas that the women are tired of. I'm sick of this. Bruh, so women are tired of these eight shit niggas. (laughs) There's a lot of gay black men. There's a lot of black men that have a lot of kids. And then you got the black men that who ain't shit that's just trying to finesse. And all that, so it's, there's not a lot of just regular ass, good ass dudes so like me. For that, for that, here in Atlanta, because you would be considered like a good brother and stuff like that. For that, women are gonna come to you, yeah, because like, they I have to be it. more aggressive now. Yes, and honestly, y'all I love an aggressive woman, I, and I'm saying saying aggressive. Is, I don't want to say aggressive, but for like, I'm I can't think of they the go word. After what, what they want? Okay, yeah. So not aggressive. I love a woman that's just gonna tell you what she wants. Hey, like I'm interested in you, bruh. Hey, do you have a girlfriend? I've had so many women that have come up to me that have approached me here in Atlanta, where it's just kind of like, okay, you you dress nice. It seems like you had your head on straight. Then they be shocked when you don't have kids. Like what? You ain't got no kids? kids? Oh, <laughs> you have a decent career. Blah blah blah. You actually have a career, career and no and kids? kids. Hold on. So you, so you have no, no. kids. Wait, what's wrong with you? I'm like, like nothing's I, wrong nothing with you. I just right. haven't met the right woman. <laughs> or actually, I've met the right woman, but... They At the time, you just had... Yeah. Right. He cleaned it up, y'all. He's I met did, the I right woman. Yeah. Really <laughs> um, but even now, women still approach. But it's yeah. just like that thing is like... Shit, Janae has had... I have had a homegirl, and Janae's had a homegirl. Both was like, so who's your friend? <laughs> nigga, over the past month. I'm like, this nigga... Like, don't worry about all that. <laughs> but definitely have had two different people. So who is your, your brother Chris? And oh, they, talking about me? Yes. I'm trying to, that shit. Trying to ask him about it. Because like, I'm realizing more and more now how there are not a lot of like decent enough dudes for the black women out there. They're not. There's like for every, say for every every one good black dude that's just trying to treat a woman right, that actually has a career, that doesn't have kids, that doesn't have all this baggage, for every one of those, there's probably like four black women. Mm-hmm. So these four black women, not fighting over, but like they're all trying to get they this competed. one. It's a competition now. They compete Because these, if you're a, a black woman that wants a black man mm-hmm. that has a decent enough career, that's just trying, that has ambition, that doesn't have kids, that handles his responsibilities, he might not be the richest man in the world, mm-hmm. but he's got his own shit. He's yeah, got his yeah, own yeah. shit. It's not that many of us for them, which right. is crazy as hell. So, right. but like I know my value as well because I know that not every black woman is gonna bring positivity to my life. Not right. all these black women is gonna uplift me or enhance my life as well so then i have to find that balance as well that just because she's single and she's a pretty black woman does not mean she's gonna be good for me in my life as well so it's like you don't want to settle also should not settle right and then also too one of the big lessons i've learned is you know i understand everybody's coming from their own different situations of the past but don't get with somebody who has not dealt with the trauma in their life from previous relationships. They just hold that on. That shit. Hey, hurt people fuck. hurt people. That shit. And hurt I don't people, even yeah. lot, but that shit will fuck up a relationship. Hurt people hurt people. Like, it's, and you see it all on all social media every day too. Like, it's become now on Twitter where people disguise their hurt as like a funny tweet and then the other people that go through the same thing retweeted and yeah. LOL and cracking up face. I'm like, bro, this shit's not healthy. Well, they think that it's okay. 
they actually no, it's think like, it's okay they to, never work. I, I have a hundred layers to me. You just don't have to peel it back. Fuck that. I need a man who's gonna take my crazy <laughs> bitch. Grow up. Oh, Get the I fuck. I got I gotta deal with this I, these fucking white people at work. You think I'm gonna deal with this shit? Right. You, go first time. you just gonna have to deal Girl, with it. You 31. Get the fuck out of here. You 31 years old. Tell me he's got to deal with my crazy I shit. Can't trust issues. Shit. Well, deal with that ghost. Tyler Perry said it. I joke oh. about, but I can do bad all by myself, right. bro. I don't need your negativity coming into my positivity. I sure don't. You because are not about to toxic up my life. Take your ass to a psychiatrist. <laughs> Get that workout, whatever get, he did. Sis, you. get you some therapy. Right. That's what I'm saying. Go ahead. It. What did go, I say to you go, uh, last week? Your uh, job has an EAP program. Right. I'm most sure. of y'all's, <laughs> most of these jobs do have them. What did I say last week? Um, if you don't deal with your insecurities, they just go to the basement and lift weights. Yes. They just get stronger and, and stronger. stronger. And don't project that shit onto somebody who did not do that to you. Like, hurt people hurt people. So. Yes. And I see that, and I'm only saying women because I date women, y'all. I just got to clarify that. I'm not saying only women, but I see that where... <laughs> you stupid. I see that where women have been hurt by two dudes before, so now they think, I got to be this nigga and fuck y'all up. Like, don't fuck with me because... Don't fuck with me because Lawrence and Sean then fucked you over back in 2012 <laughs> and 2015, bitch. Like, I'm doing my best. Like, yeah, like, and you still, let, I'm hurt by it. Let go and let God. Yes. Let go, go and let God. Take your butt to that altar at church. Bro. Lay your burden Just because on. I broke my arm in the gym three years ago does That's not mean movie. that the next gym I go to is you planning break on your, breaking my yeah. arm again. Like, I think they people try to hold on. And I'm not just saying women, but I think people in general, even men, Hold on to Humans. that past I think hurt. it's yes. kind of human nature in a sense hold where people hold on to it. Hurt, yep. But it's just like you need to release, release so you can accept what is to come. Yep. You got it should not teach you to it shouldn't teach you to be shitty to other people moving no, forward. No. It should just teach you how to handle it, prepare yourself when you if you do have to deal with it and protect yourself. Just that shittiness is gonna like run off the, the wrong person. It's Real shitty sitting at that table with your glass of wine by yourself. By yourself, yo. Like, I'm telling you, man, hurt people hurt people, yo. So you can't, just because you got hurt in the past does not mean the next person is trying to hurt you as well, yo. Like, especially me now being at 31, I have no intentions of hurting anyone. Like, I don't, I know I've done stuff in the past relationships that I would never do again. I've learned from my mistakes. So I don't want to hurt anyone. I especially... I don't want to hurt a black woman. I legit no. like, and it might sound I, fucked up. Like I, I love all these women. Cool, fuck yeah. it. But I don't want to hurt a black woman though. These are queens. Like I would have to say, black women. I love all women, but my black women, my black sisters, Bruh. my queens. Like Bruh. we gotta uplift them. As friends, men, girlfriends, sisters, black homies. I don't want to hurt we black women. Them. I, I want to like I want to protect black women. I want to be there for black women. I want to understand what they're going through. I want to hear what they're going through. Exactly. But I also want them to fucking listen to me as well. Because, and go come out with me with a sword. Right. To chop me up and I and I get up. it. And I get it too because it's like as a black person. Period. When you've yeah, gone through all this shit with police officers, yeah, like you just distinctly don't trust police officers moving forward. So I can understand if a black woman feels like she's never been respected by a black man, 
Yeah. Then she is going to have those guards up, mm-hmm. but period, for whoever you are, whoever hurt you before, no matter if it's a teacher, if it's a police officer, if it's a boyfriend, if it's a counselor, whatever the fuck it is, yeah. you're not going to fix that if you just think that everyone in that position is going to fuck you over moving forward. And that's a horrible mentality. It is like, it's a it's a draining mentality to have. Yeah. Like, you are always, it's like someone who's in the drug game who has to sleep with a gun under their pillow yeah. so they never get a good night's rest right. because they're constantly thinking someone's about to break, break in the in. house. Exactly. And that's what you become, that if you've been hurt before and you think everyone moving forward is going to try to hurt you, you become the person that sleeps with a gun mm-hmm. under their pillow, paranoid all the time. All you're the never going to sleep well. And then you're going to feel like you're about to go fucking crazy because mm-hmm. you don't trust anybody. anybody. Which is only going to lead to isolation amongst us. It sure will. That's all that's going to lead to is isolation. So, moral of the story is... It will. Yeah, moral of the story is hurt people hurt people. And y'all got to let some of that hurt go, yo. You you just got to let that hurt go because, nigga, you ain't going to love nobody moving forward. (laughs) You ain't going to love nobody moving forward. Um, To switch it up, uh, something a little bit lighter, uh, Mr. Holidays, which always makes ho, me ho, think ho. of <laughs> this nigga, um, <laughs> Christopher Williams, not the R&B star. <laughs> um, always, Holidays always makes me think of um, drinking with friends and family. So it makes me think yeah, of my yeah, favorite yeah. type of drinking. And my favorite drink, holiday drinking is probably top three in my favorite kind of drinking. I love holiday drinking. I love... Day drinking, super dope. Brunch drinking, Bruh. I said se- I'm I separate day and brunch. I know brunch is day drinking, yeah, but is. brunch is a very specific day drink. So I feel like you, you have, food. I feel like you have day drinking, and yeah. then like brunch is a genre of day drinking, basically. It is, yeah, because it is. I feel like under day drinking, you can have barbecues, That's you have true. pool parties. Brunch, you kind of eat. You can have brunch. Yeah. And I think those brunch vibes are just top vibes, bro. Brunch. When the weather is nice, nice and, and it's yeah. not crazy hot, but it feels good. It's perfect. But people yeah. get some nice fresh clothes on, too. And then just conversation is fun at brunch. Oh, and it's not like you're just taking shots or no, drinking you're hard liquor. You're drinking or mimosas. Drinking mimosas. And that so can it's, be strong. That can be strong. Wait, shout out to Miss Icy down here in Atlanta, bro. Right, you y'all. Been there you ever times. in Atlanta? Go to Miss Icy's because it is a vibe. They're gonna play that nineties, early two thousands R and B. It's a this honeysuckle mimosas, which a mix of like champagne plus vodka mm-hmm. with orange juice. Man, it had like two cancers after church. Done, and it's hella, Done. it's hella <laughs> black women there too. Hell and the vibes are really dope. Bro, Service is great. Bro, the people are great. So yeah, if you're looking for a brunch spot in um, Atlanta, that's a great spot, black people. Go to Miss uh, Icy's. Um, also, though, on another note, it's not the same vibe, but red pepper. Red pepper. I mean, you get like fifteen dollars bottomless mimosas though. And in Atlanta, okay. So. Dinners in their margaritas. I've literally only been there for brunch. And if you're in Atlanta and it's only $15 for bottles of mimosas, there's not a lot of places in Atlanta that you're going to get $15 for that. And the food's not bad at all. Service is always good. And And it's dope during the the spring and summertime because you got the outdoor seating. Yep, outdoor seating. You got the games going on, like valet parking. 
But anywho, so yeah, my favorite, if I had to talk about my favorite drinking, I would say number one is probably brunch drinking. Mm-hmm. Number two is probably holiday drinking. Because mm-hmm. holiday drinking is a lot of times you end up drinking with people that you don't always get to drink with. You really don't. It's just like when you're traveling, you're going in town. Like me, when I would leave Florida, I stop in Atlanta. I'm drinking with you and Jerome. Yeah. I don't get to see y'all all the time. I definitely didn't get to see Jerome all the time. Yeah. And then we'd be out somewhere and you always happen to see random people you haven't seen in yeah. a while. And you're all drinking and stuff. And then I go further back home to Louisville. I'm drinking with people that I ain't drank with probably since the last holiday season. Mm-hmm. Or people hit you up. Hey, man, you in town for holidays? And y'all go out for drinks. Yep. Like, I, holiday drinking is, and it's just so festive right. and happy. Is. Niggas is happy drinking. You it just, really? and holiday drinking, you always run into random people you ain't seen in a while. Yeah, so definitely, like, we're two weeks away. So I'm headed back home to Louisville. In like two weeks. So like my yep. family does huge, big, different um, little get-togethers where all my family, I got family from California, obviously a lot of family there in Louisville, family from all over. We drinking all the time, all day, like everything. And it's fun to, like for me, drinking with my aunts and stuff like that, aunts and uncles. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. So, and yeah. and we playing games and stuff like that. But then also, too, like, you can't have my grandfather out there drinking. Like, uh-huh. He talking about the old school drinks and stuff like that. Bro, when I say holiday And we listening to old school music. music Temptations Christmas. Hold on. We ordering Indies chicken. Oh, man. Bro, Indies oh. chicken. Anyone from Louisville knows oh. about Indies Holiday chicken. drinking. You definitely is, <laughs> is drinking. There's Indies. Man, you got There's that, hella Indies. chicken wings and wedges Indies. from Indies yes. and stuff. You got the older people in your family out there drinking. drinking. I remember a couple of years ago, we had like a pajama party with the family. Mm-hmm. And it was a bunch of food, definitely Indies chicken wings. Of course. And we all in like pajamas. And we dancing and singing to fucking Earth, Wind, and Fire, nigga. Commodores, yeah. like old school music. And you got like the older family members looking at us, younger people like, how y'all know the words to that song? <laughs> what nigga y'all played it all the time when we was kids? So you right. don't think we gonna know it. Yeah. But yeah, holiday drinking is top-notch drinking, dope. bro. Because I feel like it's a time for families, especially mine, we come together. Like, I'm in Atlanta. A lot of my family's still back home in Louisville. Got family right. in California. We come together drinking, exchanging gifts. Well, actually, we ain't even exchanging gifts. We just drink it together, like <laughs> and playing card games, yep. and stuff like that. Like all oh, the Uno games, boy. It's just a lot of fun vibes. Talking like my family talk shit. Like right. we do that. Like joke, clown on one another. Uncle's yep. always telling crazy. My uncle Michael's always telling crazy stories. His dating life, all that other stuff. It's it's just it's just love, but right. we do it over drinks, and it's just holiday. Yeah, we're just all together. I would also say that those like random weekend drinking that you don't know that you're going to be drinking is up there too. Like when Wait, hold on. didn't we do a random night at that Mexican restaurant like two years ago? Wasn't that during the holidays? Oh, and definitely because came... I stopped here. Yeah, I was I was on my way home and I stopped here and we went out to a Mexican restaurant and we ran into certain people from college yeah. and stuff too. I'm my sister even would... back in Louisville. You remember when we all got together from some people from Western and we had some drinks? It was during the holiday season. At somebody's house or at a restaurant? No, it was at that Mexican restaurant in Fern Creek. Mexican restaurant in Fern Creek. And we had that booth 
Was it during the holidays? We had to pull up a table, yeah, because it was super cold. Oh, we was, yeah, yeah, I remember that. It ended up, and it ended up being like eight or nine of us. It was a lot of It food. was cold as hell outside, bro. It was so cold. <laughs> we was in a booth, and they had to move a table over yeah. to us, too. And yeah, that was holiday drinking because you also know it's the holidays because the restaurants be packed because when it's lean, people aren't trying to cook yet because it's almost Christmas and they're planning to cook for Christmas. So they're not going to start cooking yet. And everybody's in town and they're like, let's just go get a drink somewhere. Bro, that Mexican restaurant, I don't remember what it was called, but it's definitely out in Fern Creek and it was packed like a mug, Mm -hmm. but they got two for one margaritas. And the margaritas are strong too. Super strong. And I know the place is dope because most of the servers only speak Spanish. They can barely understand you. And that's how I like my Mexican restaurants. And I'm so glad they was literally up the street from my parents' house. Sure was, (laughs) yeah. And it was like 15 minutes from me. But yeah, we definitely like that's that holiday drinking, man. I'm telling you. But yeah, I also I love so I said what? Brunch drinking, holiday drinking. And then I think third would be day drinking. Day drinking. I love day drinking because I also like I love if day drinking. If it's on a Saturday or Sunday, that's what I'm talking about. No, 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 yeah. that's well, nigga, not a <laughs> Thursday Wait, on, on my way can, to work. You can do a day drinking on a Memorial Day. Well, any days you don't have to work day drinking. <laughs> like day drinking is you know also so because fun. I love day drinking because if I'm day drinking, that probably means I'm gonna be home by ten o'clock, so I'm still home oh, yeah. at a decent time, and, you can and I'm also home. drunk, and I can have time to go to sleep and not mm-hmm. have to. Feel like I gotta sleep in until until eleven and twelve mm-hmm. o'clock and stuff. I can still wake up at nine and be like, oh, "You're still good." Yep, and I'm good because I still got a nice amount of time to sleep. Like I love that type of drinking. Yep. But then I love those Friday nights where I'm thinking I'm just gonna chill, and then someone like, "What? What you up to?" And they hit me <laughs> up, and then they just stop over, mm-hmm. and we end up drinking. Then someone sees we're drinking on like Snapchat, and they pull up too, yep. and now we. At the crib drinking and wasn't planning on being drunk. Yep. I do love that. Um, Bro, that'd be the best. <laughs> Bro, those random times where you just, and you can still have those at a grown age, folks. Yes. You can still have that. My thing is, it's actually fun because I've actually had more drunken times as an adult, and it's been more fun because let's just say me and my girl, we go to church on Sundays, but then we've been like, hey, let's go out to brunch. Yeah. So we've gone to Miss Icy's kitchen. Yep. Change our clothes, go to Miss Icy. Yep. We there about maybe eleven thirty, having some drinks, uh-huh. food. But then we there to like you wasn't even expecting it, and we kind of messed up. Yeah, we like you went expe- you there to like two thirty three o'clock. Like damn, we, we were like, for three on. hours. <laughs> yep. But it's dope. Like I feel like drinking as an adult. Like I feel like in college. Okay, so in college at Western. We were actually drinking to, to get, get fucked up. Like, no, you was drinking to be messed up. Yeah. Stuff like that. Now, we ain't drinking just to get drunk. It's just kind of like a social thing. Yep. Like, it's kind of like, hey, we talking, we vibing, we yep. having good music, we eating. Yep. Oh, snap. Why am I feeling? I'm like, y'all, I'm a little like, drunk now. Yeah, I'm laughing yep. more and getting loud. Like, the music, the vibe. I think plus you also might need it more now too. Like not the drinking, but the social part, the social aspect with the drinking. We need that a little bit more now. Oh yeah, working. I'm sorry, like working a nine to five and fuck a nine to five. I'm working seven to six. (laughs) Working from I'm getting to work at like seven thirty, not leaving at six. Bruh, like. Come on now. Yes. I, from Monday through Friday, I need a release. Uh-huh. I need to be able to go out with my peoples on a Saturday 
Sunday. And then, heck, I live for those three-day weekends. So those Memorial Day weekends, right. those Labor Day weekends, the holidays that fall on the Mondays. Because they're be more so precious dope. now. Yeah. Like, and then when you look, you know you can look forward to having friends with you. Mm-hmm. Like That's what's dope. When you know that, oh, man, so-and-so is coming in town for the yes. three-day weekend. I can't wait to see them. Like the three-day weekend drinking is up there. (laughs) Three-day weekend. And then definitely like now I'm like, I just look at my calendar. So I got this week and then next week, and then I'm off until the first of the year. So it's kind of Oh damn, I guess so. Yeah, bro. Like it's coming back. Two weeks and I'll be off for a good 10 10 days. And so starting on that 19th. The last day of my workday, I'm right. gonna be drinking. Oh, and yeah. then my family's gonna be hitting me up trying to go to restaurants, drink, yep. meet with my cousins. Like they know who they are. They about to shout me out. Right. Um, like hit me up and stuff like that. Like, you know, your friends that you haven't seen since college. Yep. Or connecting with frats, sororities, like you know how we do with especially I feel like going back home to Louisville, however, you might not be going home to Louisville, but or as so, some of you niggas would say, Louisville. I, uh, people, yeah, people been judging me here. No, it's Louisville. I'm telling you, anyone from Louisville is gonna say Louisville. <laughs> um, but connecting with your family, your friends, like type of thing, like from college, oh, it's so fun. It's so yeah. But then even when you go out, you seeing people that you ain't seen since college, and then high school, or you well. ain't just seen them in a year or two, or just something. Exactly. And you and now y'all talking about what have you been up to, bro? Where like, you been? Right, right. yeah. I love that kind of drink. So, yeah, that's why holiday drink is number two. And then when I said uh, day drink is number three. Mm-hmm. And I would probably say, though, uh, like barbecue part, barbecue drink is number oh, four. Yeah, yeah. Because most barbecue is the mean, it means the weather's probably good outside, yeah, too. Definitely. Anytime there's barbecue, it's just some, it's some good vibes with barbecue. Bro, and you know me. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the one thing I miss since leaving Florida. Because you was only like, you're Nigga, hell yeah, year round <laughs> because I could get off of work on a Tuesday mm-hmm. and go home and barbecue, mm-hmm. and it wouldn't have to be late. Like hit, living in Atlanta with the long drive, yeah, you I wouldn't be able to get the grill going until six thirty, seven o'clock. And that's nobody's coming out for a barbecue. Like hell no! <laughs> but when I was in Tallahassee, nigga, I could barbecue yeah. on a Wednesday yeah, yeah, afternoon yeah. at five thirty, and I'd have two friends come over. Five thirty, I'm still stuck in traffic. Right, and I'm still stuck in traffic. <laughs> well, actually, I'm still stuck at work. So niggas <laughs> will come over, and I'm barbecuing out the pool, and we chilling till like yeah, eight yeah, o'clock yeah. on a Wednesday night. So that's the one thing I miss. But yeah, I'm oh yeah, barbecue drinking because that means that it's pro- it's definitely some good vibes. The weather is probably nice, definitely. and I love that. And then I would say after that, pool party barbecuing. I'm so ready for Pool party drinking it. Oh, man. man that's dope. I was out there earlier today when I went to the gym to work out, and I looked at our uh, the pool out the front. I'm like, yeah, bro, it's so pools. perfect out here. Yeah, we got two pools. And I got – there's like four different gas grills around this complex, and there's one right outside of my apartment. Right. And and it's weird because crazy because the weather's actually been nice enough that I can Absolutely. go out there and grill. Yeah. But that's the – oh, I love drinking and barbecuing. You know, I feel like a real black uncle when I'm drinking and barbecuing. Yeah, because you're the grill master. Bruh. (laughs) Yeah, those are... And then I would say happy hour after that. Happy hour drinking is... I like a happy hour after work on a Friday. On a Friday, though. Yeah, that's where it's really good. Actually, not even just a Friday. Okay, so for me, 
in Atlanta, sometimes it might be on a Thursday. I was about to say that Thursday, yeah. Because I feel like people start really kind of turning up on a Thursday. Yeah. I know myself. I'm like, shit. Thursday, like, when it gets to Thursday, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm feeling okay, good. I might can go into work a little bit later. Like, yep. And then if you notice here in Atlanta, some parties and stuff like that start kicking off. Oh, yeah, a lot of them. Start, I mean, what's it so, called? Starts doing the, um, what's that wing spot? That, uh, the wing spot we supposed to go to. They had closed down and now they opened back up, actually. Peril? No, 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 not Harold's. Um, shit, they have like the uh fifty cent wings, a uh, twenty five cent wings, half off pictures. Oh damn! What? It had closed down a couple of weeks ago, and then it opened back up though. What? Oh, um, where they located? Th- over in like Camp Creek or College Park? Are you talking about the U Bar? U Bar. Yes. So I've never even been there. Yeah, U Bar. They so... they opened back up though. Oh and shit! They must have did some. So like so no they had got shut down because the dude was oh, running yeah, it like, like it was a restaurant, restaurant but it was a bar also. But yeah, like they opened back up. They got twenty five on oh, Thursday nights starting Ooh. Thursday and Friday nights twenty five cent wings half off all pitchers of liquor. Like that's when the turn up starts, bro. So that's I'm like, like, when I got friends coming town, that's where we going. I was about to say, hey, let's go this weekend. But um, never mind. We got another party, holiday party. It's holiday season, y'all. But it, it, it's crazy because a lot of the holiday parties are on Thursdays because they know people want to get yeah. turned up like on Thursdays. And I get it. That when it gets to Thursday, that's when it gets to Thursday. That's when I'm like, all right, I'm gonna have to get drunk tonight. Like that's the first I night do. of the week where I'm like, I can get drunk. Yeah, I know I do. Yeah, that's <laughs> the first night where like a coworker would be like, Yo, what you doing tonight? I'm like, just going home. What you want to stop at La Peria, get some margaritas Bro, type of thing? Yeah, it's just like you've made it. You know you made yep. it. Thursday night, like th- I like Thursday nights. I do. I I actually what's your Thursday nights. What's your three favorite times of the week? And I mean, like when I say so, like when I say favorite times, like sa- Saturdays at like ten a.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of my favorite times of the week. So yeah. I love if I had to name my three mm-hmm. favorite times of the week, definitely Friday evening. Mm-hmm. I love Saturday like around brunch time. And then I'm torn, and then I think it might be like Thursday nights. Mm-hmm. I love Thursday evening nights, though. So for me, I love the excitement. So I'm a like, okay, I even got off work. So maybe around 6 30, 7 o'clock on a Thursday, because I know, hey, I'm headed into the weekend. Yeah. Type of thing. I don't know. I consider a Friday. I'm headed into that weekend. Like it's smooth sailing. Because Friday evening. I am Starting to drink. Fridays yeah. at seven, you realize you got the whole weekend ahead of you. When exactly. it's a Friday at seven, like you can, there's just so many things you can do. Friday, and then my second would be Friday, definitely at five o'clock. I'm off work, got the weekend. Yeah. Then Saturday would be my third. Saturday right? around brunch time. Brunch time. I'm hitting up people like, hey, you want to do brunch? Or I've already scheduled a brunch type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, and then ultimately, like Sundays. Sunday mornings are cool because okay, I Man, Sunday when he gets to like day. five p.m. I'm sorry, <laughs> after church on Sundays, I start to be like, oh heck, like mm-hmm. I'm dreading because I know yep. it's Monday. Monday's coming right now. It is Sunday nine twenty-seven p.m. and I'm just kind of <laughs> like, I'm dreading going to work. But my only hope is is just kind of like our excitement is, hey, I just got to knock out these next two weeks and I'm off. Right. So. Yep, that's true. Yeah, I love a Friday evening slash night. Saturday. 
Saturday at 10 a.m. That might be my favorite time of the week. Yeah. Like Saturdays at 10 mm-hmm. at 10. You got so much ahead of you. You got so much opportunity. Right. Just everything. And then actually probably Friday nights, Saturday mornings around mm-hmm. 10. And then Saturday nights mm-hmm. are great times in the week. Yep. So if you have a three-day weekend, would you rather have the Monday off or Friday off? I'd rather have that Monday off. Really? I don't know. It's something. So I've had great experiences with having Mondays off because it's kind of like me and my friends, we were friends. We'd be like, hey, it would be so impromptu, like on a Saturday or Sunday. Hey, we got tomorrow off. Let's all get together. Especially, let's just say if it's Memorial Day or Labor Day, yeah, we would do our impromptu. Hey, let's get together, grill out, drinks. It is something like about having. It is something about where Sunday night at like seven and eight o'clock is there, and you're like, oh, I ain't gotta go work, work tomorrow. Exactly, because Mondays are the hardest day. I See, like. to me, I feel like Tuesdays are the hardest days. What Tuesdays don't mean nothing. Tuesdays are like the sophomore year of the week. <laughs> like no one gives a oh, fuck shit. about it. <laughs> They're not important at all. Tuesdays. Tuesdays are the wackest days. Right. Like Mondays, at least you're like, all right, it's a whole new week starting. I'm going to start over. I'm going to get this fresh going. (laughs) And then it gets to Tuesday. They might give a fuck about Tuesday. And they're like, get the fuck out of here. Tuesday, fuck Tuesdays. No, I I can't fuck with Tuesdays. Uh, But I think for me, if I have a three day weekend, I don't know. Like it's something about that Sunday night not having to go to work Monday. It's super dope. But having that Friday off, boy, like having Friday off, knowing and it's Thursday because Thursdays are already. I'm I'm cool with Thursdays. Mm-hmm. I fuck with Thursdays. So knowing when I get off of work on Thursday, I ain't got to be back in this bitch on Friday. <laughs> like that feels beautiful. Yeah. Maybe I could just flip a coin in either one. I'm gonna go to like. Why are some of these other countries going to like four day work weeks? Oh, so well, many! It's so many corporations and countries that. doing that. They're like, shoot, in Denver, there's a whole fucking school district that does four day school weeks. Take me to Denver, like, like that. Weed is legal and it's a four day school week. Like that's wild. Legal. Like weed's legal and they got four day school weeks in in some of those districts. Like <laughs> that's wild as hell. Mm. And they've realized they keep the students' attention is kept even more. A lot of the students on those Fridays go and volunteer in places, so it's not like mm-hmm. that they're just out there going to an arcade or napping or yeah. robbing people or whatever. Like they're going to volunteer and do community service. Like yeah, yeah, that's yeah, dope yeah. as hell. That's super dope. That's what, so. I don't know, man. Like a three day weekend. Either way it goes, three day weekend is perfect. So the best. The perfect three day weekend. What are you doing if you have a three day weekend? What's the perfect? What's the perfect three day weekend? And where it's you don't have to work on Monday three a week. So what are you uh, doing when you get off work Friday? Friday, I am definitely going out somewhere. <laughs> as far as whether it be a lounge club or something, or just drinking in yeah. general. I feel like here in Atlanta, it's not always about going out to a lounge. Like I feel like going out, consider is going out with your friend to a restaurant. In Atlanta, a lot of our restaurants are big on drinking. So and hookah because it's Atlanta. Hookah. Yeah, we love some good here. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm doing that, and then Saturday mornings, hey, we going to brunch. Yeah, we going to brunch somewhere, maybe possibly. But then I feel like even on a Sunday, I feel like if I have a three day weekend with that Monday off, I am all right. I'll hit. 
I've been going to church, of course. But then after church, I'm like, oh, snap. Hey, we got this three-day weekend. Right. Man, we can get turned up. So I'm definitely going to brunch on a Sunday with a Monday off. We drinking all day for the rest of the remainder of the Oh, day. yeah, definitely. And then can sleep that thing off on Monday. And just on Monday, we just chilling. We just recuperating. We just watching TV. Yep. Listening to music, vibes, just doing stuff around the house. That is my perfect three-day weekend. Yeah. A three-day weekend for me is the Friday night. Friday, I go to happy hour. Or Friday night on Friday would be like a probably a happy hour that I get home around like 8 30, 9 o'clock type of happy hour. <laughs> I get home about 9 o'clock after happy hour. And I would get home and I'm with like a nice lady friend and we mm-hmm. smoking weed and having a great conversation. Mm-hmm. And we just go to sleep and pass out. And then on Saturday we go to brunch, mm-hmm. and we go to a, we go to a brunch spot, have some good food, a bunch of mimosas, and go to a second spot mm-hmm. after brunch, where and it's a little bit more of a turned up place That's too. Notorious for going to the second. Oh yeah, I love going to the second spot after brunch, and we just have fun and turn up and stuff, and then we come back to the crib, take a nap, mm-hmm. chill out, and then maybe we have a game night. Or yes, either we yes. have a game night or don't even do anything that night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then on that Sunday, we have a barbecue. Mm-hmm. We have a barbecue. We drinking barbecue and pool party. Drinking all that good shit or whatnot. Playing drinking games in the pool. Dope music, dope food, dope yeah. drinks, dope conversation, dope people, yeah. basically. And then Monday comes and I'm with like... Three of us, and we just cook breakfast at the crib, not mm-hmm. doing a whole lot, but we just have breakfast, maybe a drink or two, yeah. and then we just chilling for the rest of Monday. Yeah. Like that's legit the perfect three day weekend. Yeah. Like three that's, day weekends are such four a day weekend. weekends are the best though. Yeah, yeah. A four day weekend. Oh God, like that, a four day weekend. You like damn, I ain't been working a while because right. usually a four day weekend you go ahead and take an extra day off too. Like yeah. like we just had with Thanksgiving. Actually, I still have extra days that I actually need to take off, and I've already scheduled my week and a half off. <laughs> and I actually might need to take a sick day though. He's, I need to take hey, a sick day. Take your sick day. Take it that your, your job don't give a shit about you. They take really the sick don't. day. Like I work in HR. Like your job don't care about you. Hey, <laughs> however much. Your job does for you. They can do three times as more right. than that if they wanted to, but they don't. So and ask fuck your them. question: Is the company about to stop waving you off? You know the crazy thing is, if you die today, they gonna replace you. The job's gonna be like, damn, rest in peace. They was a good person. We'll we send our condolences. We'll blah blah blah. Who we got that's gonna take their work? Hey, trust <laughs> me. I work in HR. We gonna be like, hey, like, hey, let's mm-hmm. go ahead and open up this wreck. Yeah, they don't thing. like these jobs. Don't give a shit. It's however much they do for you, they could do three to four times more than that. But fuck them. Mm-hmm. So if you contemplate, should I take this sick day? Take that shit, bro. Because I like I wish I took more sick days when I was in Florida because I ended up and because I couldn't take that with me and I couldn't get that paid out. And I had like a hundred and seventy sick hours. Uh, no, I had like two hundred. I had 200 sick hours waiting for me that I wish I would have went ahead and taken. Like, now they just, whatever. And they told me, you can put that in the pool 
so that other people who work here can get it. Fuck them. They ain't getting my sick hour. <laughs> Either I get it or nobody does. Ooh. I don't give a fuck. Ooh. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> fuck them. They don't deserve my sick hours. So if you contemplating about taking that sick day or taking a vacation day, take that sick day. Listen to Christopher Williams, not the R&B singer. <laughs> so we're going into 2020. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. Remember, as a kid, like thinking of 2020, you thought that was like a hundred years from now, mm-hmm. and here we are. Um, what is something that you learned from 2019, or just something that you can take into 2020? Man, one of the biggest lessons or principles I've learned, or words I've learned this year that I'm definitely going to take into 2020 is about endurance. Mm-hmm. Even when shit starts to get hard, even when shit like it's not making sense, enduring until you get your breakthrough, I guess. Yeah. Like I there's been so many times this year that I've been wanting to quit, not just a job, but just different aspects of my life. And yeah. endurance, like perseverance, those words have definitely like shaped me this year. Where I just like I felt like I have to take that into 2020 because I don't know what God's preparing for me in 2020. Hell no. Hell, He could be about ready to take me through hell next year. I don't know. So and this make is you say you prepare it for. And I prepare. I pray He's not because right. this year has been a living one. Yep. But like endurance and not quitting and keep pressing on because I have realized like even through my pressing on and stuff like that, my perseverance. Like, I could have given up on some shit, like, but I didn't. But then now that when I look back, I'm like, I really did that shit. Yeah. I made it. Like I said earlier, like, you just tell yourself how you proud of yourself. Yes. Like, damn, I got through that. I didn't I just, I didn't that. just barely get through it. I, I got through it and I'm fucking killing it. Yes. I'm killing it. Yeah. I, and I'm still doing shit even after I got through it. Hell so yeah. I'm like, man, that's what I'm taking into 2020 because like 2020 might be a, it's, probably going to be a huge year for me. So I'm just kind of like, you know, I'm taking those lessons I've learned in 2019. I'm taking it into 2020. Man, perseverance, endurance. That shit's some real shit. Yeah. And like, as an adult, you really learn what Hell endurance yeah. and perseverance is. Yeah. I'm sorry, as a kid, I didn't know what that shit was. Like, but now I'm just kind of like, these mm-hmm. are some real words that mean a lot to me that like, I'm about to really take forth. Mm-hmm. And I've been through some shit this year. So it's just kind of like, I am going to endure. I'm going to persevere. Word up. That's I, my lesson yeah. for 2019 that I'm t- definitely taking into 2020. Hell yeah. Just being able to, like, realizing that, man, we're going to go through some stuff. So you might as well figure out a way to how you can endure it. Yes. And I think that kind of leads me to, like, for me, it's um, adjusting. Learning, you just got to learn how to adjust. Life mm-hmm. is, you get so comfortable and you get in the routine and this is how life is. Yep. And you realize I'm killing the game how it is now. I'm mm-hmm. killing the game at level four. Mm-hmm. Level four, like, fuck this. I'm knowing what the hell I'm doing. I can right. handle it. I'm hitting on all levels. No one can tell me anything. Then life throws some curveballs at you, curveballs. You've been killing it, so now you you go from level four to level eight. Yep. And you're like, damn, I got to figure out how to adjust to this. Yep. And so I've learned 
in 2019, um, life can just change like that. So you got to be ready to adjust to it. You got to be flexible. You have to be flexible. That's with work. That's with friends, family. That's with your just your routine of going to the gym and going to church, listening to podcasts, what you do on Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. Like that's all going to be shifted around and stuff. So learning how to adjust to things and uh, being intentional. Yeah. Like that's like I'm really big on that now. I have to, you have to be intentional. A lot of times when you're not intentional, you're just flowing through life mm-hmm. and you're letting you're letting life happen to you instead it's of like you happening. happening right. Like you letting and then when you're not being intentional about anything, it's a lot easier for other people to control your narrative. That's some real like, shit. Right there. Other people yes. will control your narrative when you are not being intentional about situations about people about aspirations about just what you want to do moving forward Mm -hmm. because if you're not intentional then you don't know why the fuck you're doing what you're doing like it's Mm -hmm. think about when you go to the grocery store and you don't know what you're planning on buying or cooking Mm -hmm. you end up in the grocery store longer than you expected And I hate that. Like, I know that I'm going yeah. to the grocery store. Like, I For know what I need. Like, well, I know I'm going to the grocery store because I have to buy stuff for dinner. Yeah. But I don't know what the fuck I want to eat. I don't know what I'm planning on cooking. I don't know what ingredients to buy for the meal that I haven't even decided that I'm going to cook. So now I'm in the grocery store for an hour when I could have only been here for 28 minutes. So if you're not intentional about, let's say, dating, you out here in the dating world for 10 years when it could have only been four and a half years mm-hmm. because you don't know what the fuck you're looking for. You don't know your intentions with this person or anything, or you just taking jobs to take jobs. You don't know why you took the job. You don't know why you was moving to this city. You don't know why. And now you've taken this job and you're just like, well, you know, I'm here. I'll figure right, something right. out. And that's cool at an early age. That's okay. But as you move forward in life, you have to be way more intentional with anything you do. Because if you're not intentional, it, a lot of times it ends up that you're wasting your time. You're Definitely. wasting your time, your efforts, your energy. And now you look back like five years from now, you're like, what the fuck did I even accomplish in those five years? Exactly. Like I did this and that, but that ain't nothing of substance to me. Nothing. It's nothing of substance and at it's all. it's not benefiting. It's not producing any fruit. Fruit. It's not producing any fruit because you wasn't intentional about anything. So that's one thing I've learned in 2020 that you 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 have to be intentional about everything you do because if you're not, you're wasting your time, you're wasting the other people's times that involve, mm-hmm. and you just you gotta put some intention behind everything you do. That's very true. So I learned in 2020. Be flexible, know how to adjust to things, prepare yourself so that you do know how to adjust when you do have to adjust. Mm -hmm. Because there's going to come a time in every person's life where you have to be flexible and know how to adjust. And it's just like me taking a new job. Changing culture is difficult. A lot of those students and a lot of my coworkers was used to how things were for the last two years. And then I come in fucking shit up, basically changing stuff. Like and they're like, how this nigga changing this, changing that? You gotta be on your toes all times and knowing that shit can change at any time. But if you are intentional, you know why you're there. So you know how to adjust to that shit if you know 
well, I know what I'm here for. So even if a new boss comes in, I know why the fuck I'm here. So I know what mm-hmm. I'm planning on. I know where I want to go. So I still know what I have to do, even if there is a new person here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, just being flexible and being intentional about everything, because I don't want to waste my time in the grocery store when all I have to do <laughs> exactly. is I can be there for 10 minutes and then I'm there for 60 minutes and I've in, just wasted so much time. In and out. Yep. I want to get in and out. So, yeah, um, be flexible, be intentional. Um yeah, so we've come towards the end of the chicken and liquor hour. Um, I want to preach, just tell everybody how much I love y'all. And I appreciate y'all because anyone who's listening to this, it's not like I got like millions of listeners and followers, but the people who do listen, y'all listen, y'all passionate about that shit. And I'd rather have 10 passionate people than 50 fake love folk. So um, I appreciate y'all. I appreciate anyone that has literally accepted me for me over these years and allowed me to be comfortable in who I am because a lot of times that shit fucks with you. You don't know if you like, do people really fuck with me? And the people who truly fool with me, like they let me know, not just by words, but by actions. And I appreciate that because I know for people who only halfway know me, I'm a lot to take in. For mm-hmm. niggas who only halfway know me. But the people who know me and truly fuck with me, y'all know like the love I like to give and the loyalty I like to have. And I appreciate y'all in this year of 2019 of our Lord and Savior, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Um, so Christopher Williams, R&B singer, not the R&B singer. Do you have a something of something you want to drop before we end this? Yeah, definitely. Like 2019, I'm sure, it's probably been like a crucial year for everybody. Like everybody, you everybody. heard that? We from Louisville, nigga. Louisville. Everybody, everybody, yeah, everybody, for real, for real. Like, but going into 2020, like going into that year with intentionality, going into it, mm-hmm. like doing your thing, knowing what you want, or hopefully having an eye. At least know what you don't want. Yes, at least knowing what you don't want, <laughs> mm-hmm. having a focus type of shit. Like for real, for real. Like I feel like you know you're we're going into a new decade. Make some changes. This like, last decade went by fast. Too. Yes, this like changes happen within, and then allow that to come to the outside. Like for real, for real. Like y'all do your thing. Like don't be afraid to take some leaps of faith and don't be afraid of some change. Don't be afraid of adjustments. Like do it. Like take that step. Right. You never know what's going to come. You sure don't. Um, what I'm saying is hurt people, hurt people. That shit's right. Um, so <laughs> just because there's some messed up stuff from your past, don't fuck up somebody in your future just because you trying to screw over the next person because what the previous person did to you. And if you're on the uh, receiving end of that shit, don't you don't have to accept that. Mm-mm. You really don't. So don't fall into the trap thinking that you gotta accept that shit because you don't. Just like Wu Tang Clan said, protect your neck, nigga. Nah. Protect your neck. Well, protect your heart, nigga. Nah. But let some people in. I don't want to tell you. Yeah. Protect your heart, but you gotta let a few in on that shit. Um, this has been another hour in a chicken liquor lounge um a little bit more than an hour i appreciate y'all i love y'all um and thank y'all for sticking with me through my hiatus because a nigga be going through some shit going through be going through some shit but we don't just go through we get over that shit yep know what i'm saying 
Um, so uh, if you're going through anything, holla at your boy, man. I'm here to fucking listen. And I don't always cuss this much, but it's the end of the chicken liquor hour, so I've had a lot of liquor. Yeah. Some chicken, but yeah. a lot of liquor. Um, I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. And I will see you niggas next week. Once again, this has been a chicken liquor hour with Willie Southside and our guest, Christopher Williams, not the R&B star. Appreciate y'all. So, be blessed. Peace, niggas.